This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! <laughs> Screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 222, and while the show is technically on hiatus, I am not going to leave you high and dry. So tonight, we are going back in time for a flashback episode. Yes, we're going all the way back to episode 35, where I talked about the absolutely abysmal gay horror film, Dead Boys Don't Scream. And I was joined by the fabulous Fozzie Bear, also known as Jason Nelson. And, and as an added bonus, on this Sunday night, the 24th, we are going to be doing a screening of the absolutely abysmal Dead Boys Don't Scream. Because believe me, what you hear about in this show is nothing even compared to what you will actually see in this absolutely ridiculous, but very, very funny, unintentionally funny movie. However, this time, you have to, what you need to do, we're going to be using Rabbit TV for this particular screening. It's a first time out. While the screening is free and everything is that, you are going to have to sign up for Rabbit TV service, which is also free. So it's not a big deal. So you need to sign up in advance, register there, and request friendship from me at Patrick SQ. Patrick SQ for what? Scream Queens, of course. So do that before the screening. It's at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. This Sunday night, the 24th of June, do not miss it. So that's pretty much all we really got to say right now, kids. I miss you all very much. I've been learning all kinds of new stuff. It'll be all happening whenever we relaunch. But until then, please sit back and enjoy as we go back in time to all the way, all the way back to 2010 with Dead Boys Don't Scream. Hello, this is Harvey Feierstein again. I'm sitting in for my friend Patrick, who has a very bad chest cold at this time. Now, to celebrate Gay Pride Month, we decided to spend a little more time looking at gay horror films. I'm not going to keep this up for very long because I'm getting tired of doing it already. But anyway, uh, we're looking at a little movie called Dead Boys Don't Scream. But, you know, what's the fun of uh, talking about bad movies by yourself? So, to help me along, I've invited a very special mystery guest. Mystery guest, could you give us a clue about your secret identity? I'm Brenda Vaccaro. Hi, Harvey. Hi, Brenda. How you doing? Fozzie couldn't be here today, so it's me, Brenda Oh, that's Vaccaro. wonderful. That's wonderful. <laughs> You you do sound rough. I know, I know. But it's sexy. You work it. It works. I know it is my phone sex voice. Yeah, well done. I have yes. to call your nine hundred number when we're done. <laughs> <coughs> yes, it's one eight hundred. That's the sexiest part. The it's slam. <laughs> it's one eight hundred sputum. One nine hundred sputum. I can't even do math today. Anyway, 
I am so sorry for inflicting this upon you. <laughs> what did you send me? What is this? I don't know. I don't know. Tell the listeners out. Let's just take a quick listen to the trailer because we're going to have shit to, 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 to. I can't think of a good word. I'm sick. Oh, good luck, listeners. Enjoy this. At a Cowboy Mountain photo shoot, the country's top male models are turning up naked and dead. Oh, God. Something really strange is going on. Hello? Bell? That looks like blood to me. Todd's dead? Who's in there? There's a murder up here. From the producer of Leather Jacket Love Story. Starring top models from the pages of Playgirl and Men's Workout magazines. A sexy thrill ride through the dark side of male modeling. Filled with gratuitous nudity politically incorrect violence and lesbians with guns dead boys don't scream because male models should be seen not heard do to do to do to do to do to do pretend we heard the trailer not even the trailer sucks i know the trailer <laughs> yeah yeah you know what I found the best way to get through this movie was to pretend that it was a prequel to Zoolander. Okay, that works. That helps me. And then I, any of the survivors just exploded in a, at a gas station. Yeah. That helped me. Now, the way I stumbled onto this film, you know Andy from Night of the Living Podcast, of course. Yes. You know he does that little segment of his, Andy's porno, uh, porno. Yeah, porno. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's always looking for specifically gay horror porn. So I was in this completely legitimate video store. You know, it wasn't an adult store at all because, you know, they have legitimate movies up in the front now. <laughs> right. So I wasn't looking at porn. Okay. I so was. Th- this is like a, uh, a cover to uh, like a mob, mob hangout, a legitimate businessman's club. Yes, yes. Gotcha. They had some wonderful um, karate films. I love that the, like those video stores – like that's the law now, especially in New York City where you have to have like you know legitimate actual movies up front. So they just like get whatever crap. Like they have like two copies of Dorf on Golf <laughs> and <laughs> they just like buy anything from Amazon and put it in front so they can stash all their porn in the back of the booth. Yeah, actually, it's all just empty boxes. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing. Nobody ever rents it or buys any of those stuff. Those anyway. DVDs are just painted on the wall. But There's actually really- – this was in the legitimate section, and I was looking at it, and from the box, I'm like, this could be porn. This might not be porn. Either way, I thought it was something Andy might be interested in. I sent him a copy, too. Did he ever talk about it? No. Well, he needs time to process. There's a but, lot to figure out. Uh, he may need time to recover as well. Anyway, if you didn't figure it out from the trailer, the plot of Dead Boys Don't Scream uh, centers on this group of models. You know, they all work for the same agent. Well, one of them has a visitor from out of town come in this 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 young friend uh this young female friend and uh well she gets drunk and gets crazy and you can feel it's free to jump in at any time Fozzie. sure you have any like wise insight i have nothing 
Anyway, so she she gets in, she gets crazy drunk. I'm sorry, this girl was asking for it, but she winds up getting in a four way with uh, some of the a models. devil's forgy. Yeah, it was three dudes and a chick. Uh huh. With a huge cross over the bed. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. Huge crucifix over the bed. I don't know. I digress. <laughs> we'll we'll come back to that. But anyway, it goes too far. Well, exactly when and how did it come to go too far? Because she was totally digging it. Until just one moment, she's like, no, this is rape. <laughs> like, wait, how? Because it began to hurt. Now, we oh. can't blow the ending now, can we? Oh, all right. I don't want to give that away. No, right. And, you know, this girl gets hurt very badly. And immediately afterwards, the male models start to die. One of them dies anyway in a freak fall. <laughs> we'll come back to that, too. In order to help cover up, their agent says, you have to go to the mountains, to this ranch, and do this naked cowboy spread. Just get out of town for a while. This art book. And while they're there, everybody starts getting... Stalked and killed by some mysterious murderer. They're uh, obviously doing like a a flaccid dick photo spread, a flaccid tiny dick photo spread for yeah, some. Yeah, this is what I didn't understand about this movie. I don't know what the market for this movie is. Who was this made for? <laughs> well, I don't understand either. And the, you know, there is a trend of gay horror films coming like on the rise, and I've talked about it a couple times. Yeah. But the, my biggest frustration with these gay horror films is, especially, they're not all. They don't all do this. But there, a lot of them are guilty of doing the um, alleged straight guys. You know, like they, they cast like gay models to yeah. play straight guys, but there's like gay overtones mm-hmm. and there's subtle gay sexuality, but they're allegedly straight. So, and I think that's just feeding into like this, you know, alleged desire of every gay guy to sleep with a straight guy. But it doesn't work when that alleged straight guy is a flaming queen. No, it doesn't. I, I, I just didn't understand the film at all. There's that. Too, and I'm watching it going, okay, these guys are supposed to be straight, so we have this really awkward sex scene with a woman. Yeah, and there's one scene where one part of the scene where one of the guys is just humping the bedpost. He's yes. just standing there, humping. He's standing there humping the bedpost like one does when you're waiting your turn. How you do? Yes. Um, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I don't remember. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, well, I love the xyl- like the the dick is set to xylophone music. Like there's like plinky plunky carnival xylophone music when they're posing nude. That's what I was going to say. The thing is, if you, they wanted to make these nude modeling scenes erotic, they didn't, because there's always horrible inappropriate music. Like in the first shot when they're not the first photo shoot where they have girls with them and they're not naked. They're just doing bathing suits. This is weird projection screen behind them where they're like flying around San Francisco and now they're on top of the Empire State Building. It's, it's like when you go to the mall and have your music video made. Exactly. I was going to say it's like one of those theme park videos that you can make and you're singing like, I don't know, Venus on a mountain top. <laughs> Burning like a sil- No, like that Vogue video. Have you seen that Vogue video? The, the little kid who's voguing? Oh, the yeah. That's I, exactly I, the video it was. I heard about it before I actually saw it, and well, I was like, oh my god, was it me? Because I used to sing to Vogue <laughs> a lot in my room. But I was like, did I ever record that? Oh god. But if you don't know what we're talking about, listeners, I will put this up on the website because it's precious. Yeah, but then, like, and then, like in the cowboy scenes where they are naked, okay, first of all, these shots are ridiculous. They keep calling it an art shoot. Yeah. And it's the cheesiest, cheesiest cowboy. They're just wearing like little teeny tiny cowboy hats with plastic guns. They got and, from Walmart, from the kids section. They got from Walmart. And it, it, there's nothing artistic about it, but they're like playing this. So if you want to spank it to it, it's really hard to spank to a banjo. Right? <laughs> yeah. I learned that when I used to live in Alabama. <laughs> I learned that watching Hee Haw. We're not, we're not talking about that right now. I think that the sexiest part of the entire movie was when the, uh, the uh, Teutonic blonde twins were feeding each other sausage. 
seductively at the breakfast <laughs> table. <laughs> the poodle twins. Yes. Okay. I'm sure everybody has no idea what we're talking about. But nobody's seen <laughs> no. the fucking movie. Well, I didn't know for the longest time because they kept saying, where are the poodles? Why aren't the poodles here? Where are the poodles? And I thought they were actually talking about poodles. But poodles. I think that's the joke that when they show up that they're not poodles. But they weren't even French. Like if they were French, I would have gotten it, but they weren't. No, I, they were Nordic. Some like Switzerland. They were, they were very Germanic, but it's these two blonde models that look like identical practically. They were what Hitler wanted. They are what Hitler wanted. And they're very um, – I don't even know how to describe them. They were the best and worst part of the movie at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they're, they, they're like – they share a brain. They speak in unison, and they're really into each other in this freaky Teutonic kind of way, very weird techno right. kind of way. They can't take their eyes off of each other, and they feed each other sausages in the <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's easy for, for us, like, obviously, it's easy for us to, like, tear a movie like this down. But, like, there were – if you have to look at it and you have to pick out something good, yeah. is there, can you think of anything that was good in the movie? Um, mm. Like I said early on, you know, I think before I started recording, um, it's funny. It's – like, the parts that are supposed to be scary are not, and the parts that are supposed to be serious are hilarious. Right. Let me look at my notes here. What have we got here? But I will say, one thing that I actually... You got a naked man on a pogo stick. You know, where do you get that? (laughs) Where else are you going to get a naked man on a pogo stick? (laughs) You've never been to one of my parties, have you? Well, I guess not. But one thing I did like, there was a a stage punch. There were a couple, actually, a couple stage punches. They were either the best or the worst stage punches I've seen. And I can't tell well because it seemed very real. Like, you know, most stage punches in films, like they put like, you know, somebody smashing a watermelon with a with yeah. a, a mallet through the foley. Um, yeah. But this was just like very subtle. And that's usually how a punch is. If you actually yeah. see it happen in real life, it doesn't make a big noise. And it just no. you're like, wait, what just happened? And yeah. that's what happened in this film. It was like, wow, that just actually happened. So I was kind of impressed by the stage punch. Yeah, I, I don't remember what you're talking about, but I'm thinking these guys are not going to take a shot to the face. They're too pretty. <laughs> Well, so either it was completely unintentional and there was like a huge cat fight once the cameras start rolling, which is also <laughs> awesome. Right. Oh, well, yeah. I also liked that the black guy died second. Subverting. The, re- black, the black-ish guy, the, bl- the Blutino yeah. guy, yes. Yeah. But they're subverting our expectations. Well oh, done. that scene I thought was hilarious. When he died? And it seemed to be funny. Yes. This guy is, you know, walking through the woods. He got locked out of the house in his underpants, his white underpants, like you do. And he's walking around in the woods. Why? I don't know. <laughs> he's not going around to the other doors. He's just like, I'm going to go for a walk in the woods. And he gets accosted by the killer who's wielding an axe. Obviously, a chase ensues. And they're both running in slow motion. Like, not like the camera is doing slow motion. Like, they're running in slow motion. <laughs> yeah. And in case you were not sure what kind of a movie this is, the killer swings the axe, misses the man, but hits his underpants. Just enough not to cut the flesh so that his panties get ripped off and now he's running through the woods butt-ass naked. Yes. That's when I said, okay, they know what they're doing here. This is funny. And it does kind of turn the tables on regular cheesy horror films where that happens to girls all the time. Right. Whoops, my top. Yeah, that's true. That's, but, you know, of all the, all the actors, he was the one I wanted to see naked least. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately. Yeah, I know. I just want to go back to the, the, the sexy rape scene. Yeah. I mean, it goes on forever. It does. And it's not erotic at all, even before it was rapey. Right. And it wasn't well, – we should clarify. It's not rapey until – when it starts to get rapey, it kind of ends really quickly. Yeah. So it's, it's just a, an erotic scene for – which I fast-forwarded through. I don't know how long it was. I actually clicked the 80 times fast-forward to get it, through it. It went on forever. Yeah, because Mr. Brad's like, and they're still going. Yeah. Oh, look at that. They're still going. Like he kept going out and like making a sandwich and coming back. He's like, and they're still going. 
how about that? Good for them. Goes well, out to Bloomingdale's, comes back with his bag, still going. Yeah, and it's all awkward. I mean, it's not sexy. It's awkward. And when it gets rapey, it's really just one of them. It's the sleazy French photographer guy with bug eyes. Right. And now she runs out of the room, and she's bleeding from her hooch. And he checks – somebody checks – I don't know, yeah, whatever. Like, but this guy's like – Yeah, the other two guys are concerned, but the French guy's like, I don't care. I'm French. That is what we do in France. This is how we do in France. We leave that bleeding. Oh. Oh. He tries to – he wants to get in the bathroom because he's got to pee. So he's banging on the door. And she's like, fuck off. Go away. Leave me alone. So he's like, fuck it. I'm going to go pee off the balcony. How like, you do. There's like no you do. Sink. Which he does. Like, they show him peeing. Like, he pees for real. And he has one of my favorite lines of the movie. You start to get that killer point of, you know, POV shot. Right. Sneaking up behind him. He turns to the camera. He's like, oh, what are you doing out there? Leave me alone. And he goes, fuck you. Watch me pee. I don't care. <laughs> Watch me pee. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely my favorite. He went way, way too quick. Yeah, and then he gets pushed off the roof. But to be fair, the rapist is always my favorite. Yes, but normally they leave the bad guy till the end. Like, because he was the worst of them. Right? Again, subverting expectations. There you go. There you go. I did enjoy – you know what I did like? Genuinely enjoyed in this film. I loved their agent. The, she was actually a decent yep. actress, and she was pretty funny. Yeah, she was. She was. And she looked familiar. I didn't have the energy to IMDb, but has she done anything? I couldn't find anything for her, she, but she's actually very funny, and she's playing their lesbian agent. And, you know, the, the best actress in the film, I think, was actually her girlfriend, the lesbian cop, <laughs> Officer Van Dyke. Belle Van Dyke? <laughs> little on the nose, don't you think? On the nose. Yes. <laughs> How lesbians do it. Um, yeah. But she was actually pretty good. I liked the lesbian cop, too. She was a good actress. She, she had the line where she's like, where they're, they're, they have two of the guys have gone missing, and they're like, well, we should really go find them because it's dangerous out there, you know. Yeah, there's bears in these woods, and it is mating season. And the agent says, oh, great, horny bears chasing young male models through the woods. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I loved everything about her. She was amazing. Yes. So, yeah, so that is the one good thing about the movie. Well, I'm trying to read my notes here. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Brad had this comment. <laughs> When she's running around at the ending and she's finding all the bodies, the way she's running really awkwardly because of her shoes, and Mr. Brad goes, Honey, be careful. Don't fall off your mules. <laughs> she was one of my favorite types of lesbians in films, too. Just like a brash ball buster with a lot of power and a Chanel suit. And a sense of humor. Yeah. Yes. She was uh, She was really good. I want to be her friend. Although uh -huh. she scares me a little. Like in real life, I don't think I could be her friend. Yes, but you'd want to have her in your circle of friends? Yeah, oh, I want her. No, you want to be on her bad side. Yeah, definitely. Oh, you know what else was good? Actually, <laughs> the um, the practical severed dick effect. That was a really. Yeah, good I, that was one of my notes. I had pee pee on the floor, and it yeah. took me want to figure out what that what meant because I watched it a week ago. I'm like, did somebody pee on the floor? No, somebody's pee pee was on the floor. Yeah, and yeah. it was it, it like it almost reach uh reached a uh, what is that movie Piranha 3D like yes. That, yeah, it was like almost as it was better than that actually because it was a practical dick. They don't have. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate those impractical dicks, right? <laughs> hard to deal with. They're useless. <laughs> well, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole drawer full of them. Oh, now what? <laughs> this doesn't go with anything I'm wearing. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. A really good – I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go. You go. Well, there's a really good line at the end of the film, and I think this is a spoiler, so maybe I should hold off on that. I think this is just what I was about to talk about. It turns out, not surprisingly, that the killer is the girl who was, you know, raped or whatever. 
and who just disappears through the the rest of the movie. Right. Obviously. Well, because apparently they sent her back to Toronto. Right. Because sunny shores. Fucking of people from Toronto. They come over here. They act like sluts. They ruin everything. Everybody gets killed because of them. And then they just go back to fucking Toronto. Exactly. That's how yeah. every Torontoan I know has done the exact same thing. Torontoian. <laughs> Torontoian. Now, it turns out, like, she was supposed to be the friend of this, the leader of the male models, who was the big anti-gay one, who, by the way, was named Christian. I th- Was that intentional? Interesting. Uh-huh. I'm probably reading way too much into this film. But it turns out she's not really his friend. She's his sister. What? But, no, not really. She wasn't always his sister. She used to be his brother. Dun, 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 dun. dun. Well done, sir. <laughs> <clears throat> and... This is the first time he's meeting her as a woman. She's like she just had the surgery. That's why she goes so crazy. She goes, "I got a new, I got new stuff. I gotta go try it out." And as she says, for her motive for killing everyone, take it away, Mister Fozzy. They broke my brand new pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that I was just the drove it off the lot. <laughs> <laughs> scuff marks on the bottom that is actually what that line projected the movie into like i said this is why i have to share this with someone and fozzy will appreciate that <laughs> of course he broke my brand new pussy <laughs> i said that's valid now, as you know pearl used to keep tags on her pussy she was Minnie pearl used to keep the tags on her pussy oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what you should do exactly so you can return it Right, you never know. Uh huh. You never do know. And as she's and her brother's like, "Well, we can buy you a new one." And she's like, "No, <laughs> I wanted this one, and it's ruined." Yeah, that happened, people. That actually happened <laughs> on film, <laughs> on film. And also, what I thought was very funny too the 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 lead guy, Christian, he has his whole final chase scene butt ass naked. Right, and he gets caught in the <laughs> rear window of a car. And he's just struggling. The lesbian, to keep him from getting away, but, you know, she's not trying to kill him. She's trying to keep him from running away. <laughs> he's trying to squeeze through a car, and she rolls up the window on him. So he's just stuck. This is a what lesbian not to fuck with. Yeah, it's like Winnie Pooh and the Honey Pot. Exactly. He's just there dangling naked. <laughs> um, actually, the only guy I wanted to see naked, I liked the red-haired assistant, except he was the worst fucking actor he was so gay i'm like don't open your mouth he okay he seemed like he didn't okay not only did he not want to be there he didn't want to be in this movie he strikes me as the kind of guy who doesn't want to be anywhere like everything everything's lame this is Uh stupid i hate this like you could come in with like the fucking dixie chicks twirling batons on fire riding an elephant he'd be like oh whatever oh my god this is happening yeah (laughs) he was so bored to be in this movie and to be in california to be in life Uh uh-huh he uh-huh. just hated everything. Uh-huh. I wish the uh, black makeup artist girl would have gotten a little bit more. I liked her, too. Yeah, I could see, like, a nugget. Like, a lot of this movie, you know, obviously it's bad acting, but I think a lot of it can be, uh, like, chalked up to bad direction, and, like, they didn't have a lot of budget, and they couldn't and refilm I'm sure things. they had no rehearsal time, exactly. either, so. I see a nugget of talent in her. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, this, the Yeah, so the I trick wish she would have gotten a little bit more to do. The trick that Killer pulled on her, I said... Jason should pull that one, not you. Or Michael Myers. I'm like, that was a pretty good trick. I've yeah. never seen that before. No, somebody came and knocked on the door because they were locked out. And she's like, she was scared because, you know, I don't know. I don't think anybody was dead yet. Or she, and... No, that's one of my biggest pet peeves in horror movies. You notice how that happens where characters act scared for no reason. Like they seem to know they're in a horror movie. Well, people had disappeared. 
Yeah. And she was getting concerned or something. And the, the, the Christian guy was acting crazy. Yeah, true. Okay. Yeah. So she I'll went. So she was like, oh my God, there's somebody at the door. There's a silhouette at the door. And she goes with the knife. She's like, oh, I'm so scared. And she opens the door to the photographer's assistant. She's like, oh, okay, great. And like two minutes later, there's a knock at the door again. She sees a silhouette and she just opens the door and she gets chainsawed. Yeah. The chainsawed. Yeah, that was a li- he does. He doesn't stick with one M.O. Like he uses an axe, a machete, a chainsaw. Garden shears, a rope. A rope. <laughs> you know what was actually a good scene? In a better movie, this would have been a scary scene to me. Uh-huh. When uh, one of the characters is walking towards the creepy shack that they find in the woods. He's like, oh, what an interesting little shack. Oh, and I- he's... Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's walking towards it slowly, and the door is cracked just a little bit, and then all of a sudden, a hand comes out and closes the door from mm-hmm. inside. That would have been really well done in a better movie. In a better movie, yeah. And actually, the scene in the hot tub would have been in a, would have been great in a better movie somehow. Like I like that scene. Yeah, the poodles. The poodles get electrocuted together in the hot tub, and you know, I've been reading on IMDb. People are all freaked out about that scene. Like, oh my god, that was so disgusting. I can't believe that because you know the two poodles are butt ass naked and they're staring at each other and like six inches away, and it looks like they're about to kiss when they get electrocuted. But are they? Wait, are they? People saying it's gross because it's twincest? Yes, everyone's like, oh my god, that's so disgusting because they're totally brothers. I'm like, actually, they're not. No, they just uh, no. Everybody from that country looks alike. Whatever everybody, everybody muscular and blonde in the same height looks alike. You know, it was right. not it, stupid. People are stupid. Yeah, they're the worst. People are the worst. People suck. <laughs> I hate them so much. I know. But no, I, I can see because that was good build, tension building. You know, they're into each other, listening to their music. I mean, they had their Walkmans in the hot tub. Yes. <laughs> their yes. Discman, whatever it was. Well, they're never uh, without them except on the set. So. Right. And so they're like so enamored with each other, you know, like just looking in each other's eyes and kind of grinding slowly and leathering or lotioning each other up. Yes, putting like, oil. You, like you do in the hot tub. You right? always put on oil when you're in the hot tub. That'll clog up your motor. I'm just it really warning. will. It will. So, so then, then the, the the extension cord is lowering very slowly, and they don't notice it. I can see how that could be done well. But what was what was funny too, like the extension cord is lowering between them, right? And <laughs> and, it, and it looks like they're about to kiss, and the uh, the, the the cord stops. Like, hmm. Hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> what are you guys gonna do? And when they don't, it's like, okay, fuck it, blip, yeah. <laughs> die. <laughs> what what else is there to say? I mean, I, well, well, so- I did want to mention one other scene that made me laugh. There was a scene where the um, the lesbian agent and her girlfriend were having some kind of an argument. It was early on in the film, and the guys were doing the cowboy photo shoot in the background. Now they're having a serious argument, but in the back, you got these naked assholes in cowboy oh, hats with God. guns, like. They were told to act like a rodeo, and they were like yippee yappy and you, yeah. Yeah, I remember it. Uh, and doing pony things in the background. I'm like, what? How am I supposed to focus on this conversation? <laughs> and it goes on forever. And I can just see the director like, keep going, keep going, more pony, yeah. <laughs> more yeehaw. You know what this scene needs? More pony, more ponying. <laughs> and if they were ponying, you know, like <laughs> Nancy Sinatra ponying, that would have been cool, <laughs> right? But I can honestly say I've never seen a film like this before. No, I don't know because you know there, 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 there. Like I said, there are a bunch of gay horror films that are coming out, like by Here TV. Like Here is putting a lot of them out, and some of them are surprisingly good, but most of them are a little more not as not as deliberately horrible as this. Yeah, this yeah, was, was I, I hope so. Just because I, I've been exploring gay horror, and normally I tend to perf- to be perfectly honest. You could take my gay card away for this. I tend to avoid a lot of gay cinema because it's usually butt ass wretched. For whatever reason, it just is. And, you know, I did a, a movie last week that, again, I had no idea what the market was. It was marketed towards gays, but th- it was so offensive and appalling that I want everybody involved with to die. This at least had good intentions. You know, there, yeah. wasn't a, 
there wasn't a mean spirit to it except for like the raping part but you know mm-hmm. everybody seemed to be having a good time and it was supposed to be entertaining was this other thing was a nightmare so i at least give it that it was better than the movie last week folks but i still don't recommend it right right i mean i know we've made it sound fun but if you're gonna watch it like watch it with a group of people for oh, the ridiculousness yeah. oh absolutely it's a party movie yeah if, if if you have a party of people that don't mind lots of penises flopping around and i mean it's not like it's not like quick shots it's like sometimes it's just like it's the whole screen and yeah, oh my god and there's one scene oh i have to like right i think it might be during the the, the 4g the devil's 4g yes. or right after there's one guy standing there no this sounds awful but i could not see his penis i think uh-huh. it went up inside of him <laughs> he looked like a kin doll at this, at this one point We're- yeah, well, these guys are so overly worked out that you know, I, I, there's got to be roids involved, and that makes your junk shrink. Right. So there you go. There's a lesson to be learned from all this. Well, I was wondering about this because I know that there are MPAA rules regarding, uh, you know, you can't have a hard penis in movies. Like, you know, in um, mm-hmm. uh, what's that movie? That one movie where there's the sauna fight scene. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, the or... Eastern. Yeah. Eastern Promises. Yeah. So there's that movie, you know, like that they're all flaccid dicks. And I know the MPAA says you can't have a hard penis in a movie. Yeah. But this movie, I, I don't think it would be submitted for to the no, MPAA. No, it wasn't submitted. I'm sure you can't urinate on camera uh, for an MPAA a, right. a, a film either. So and this was not submitted. Yeah, so why would not just fluff yourself up a little bit like before the scene? You know, well, it, a couple tugs. There, you have to remember there's a naked woman there. Their penis actually might have been retreating inside <laughs> of the because like, Brad says he recognized some of these people from porn, and Brad knows his porn. Ah, uh, yes. I, I yes, I said that on, 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 on tape, everybody. Brad yeah. knows his porn. He's not here to defend himself. So. We have a lot in common, Brad. All right, then. Okay, I think we've done this, puppy. Yeah, we did. Okay, Mr. Fozzie, thank you so much for joining me. Where can people find you? You can find my show at thepodcastpodcast.com. If you want to find it on iTunes, look for me, Fozzie Bear. That's F-O-Z-Z-I-E-B-A-R-E. You can also follow me on Twitter at that same name, Fozzie Bear. Fantastic. And actually, I was a bad host. I didn't I didn't really talk to you much at all. What is your show about? Because um, for those of you who are not familiar with the fabulous Mr. Fozzie Bear. Well, interestingly enough, it's a podcast about other podcasters where I have what? a podcast host and I interview them. And possibly right after this, I'm going to do a little interview with uh, your favorite host. So come over and check that out next week. You will, Mr. Patrick will be on my show. I am? I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm okay. springing this on you, but you're doing it. Uh, uh, wait, hold on a second. <clears throat> oh, no, oh. that's good. Wait. <clears throat> oh, uh, no, forget it. All right, forget it. Moment's gone. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. All right, thank you, Fozzie. You are the best. Thank you for putting up with this piece of crap. I hope I have something better for you next time. Okay, I hope. Okay. It has to be. Happy Gay Pride. Happy Gay Pride, everybody. That is going to wrap things up for another episode for what was the Gay Pride episode, something I neglected to mention at the beginning because it is the last Sunday in June. And here in New York, that is Gay Pride weekend, and June in general is Gay Pride all around the world commemorating the Stonewall riots and all that good stuff. I'm sorry, LGBT Pride. I'm still stuck in the 70s, kids. I'm still adjusting to what to call things. But no, it's the Rainbow Pride time, okay? Everybody's included, okay? I had to make a decision for this episode because I said, do I leave everybody high and dry for this episode and just do another uh, a flashback episode or another Patreon special? Well, I decided, you know what? A Friday the 13th is coming up on the calendar next time. 
So do I do Gay Pride? I do it do Friday the 13th. I decided we're going to do the Friday the 13th Spectacular instead. That's going to be a real episode. Yes, no, no, all, all new material this time. Right? I'm going to be doing Sean Cunningham's movie House, which I haven't seen since I was 15, so it should be kind of interesting because I didn't like it much then. I don't know who's going to be the guest, but we're going to worry about that later, right? I hope everybody is having a fantastic Gay Pride. Sorry, LGBT Pride Month. Please play safe. When you're out there, please watch your backs because things have gotten weird under this new administration. You know, lots of gay bashing going on. We don't like any of that. No siree, Bob. No, I say no to that. And, of course, please, please join me on Sunday night, this Sunday night, June 24th, for a screening of this terrible movie that we just spoiled for you on <laughs> Rabbit TV. Go over to Rabbit TV, sign up, find your know, request. My friendship, Patrick SQ, and join us at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Adjust accordingly. And until next time, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, continue to make the world a creepier place. No daddy misses you. And never, ever forget the Scream Queen's golden rule. Fight or flight. Survive the night. Make it to the final reel, baby. Ha, 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 yeah. Bye. Some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com, bitches! <laughs>